Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the show. This is the Cult of Conspiracy, and my name is Jonathan. I'm Jacob. And this is Cameron and Nicole from We're Not Crazy. Is it We're Not Crazy or I'm Not Crazy? I'm not not crazy. I'm not crazy. Okay. Who's who's the one that's not crazy? Is it you? I mean, none of us. Really, it's a community. You know, we're we're all not crazy. I agree. Got you. Got you. (laughs) All right. So where are y'all based out of? Uh, We're based out of Chicago. Oh, damn. Chicago-based podcast. Where are you guys out of? Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay, Nicole was trying to do some research, but this uh, maybe says the uh, the category of research for our podcast. She was thinking you were more northeast. <gasps> uh, well, for shame! I am Is from Pennsylvania, all- personally. I heard Pennsylvania on one of, on one of your episodes. Yeah, so that would be I, me. I, He's very okay. proud of his uh, Pittsburgh roots. Hell yeah, baby. and and he hard Steelers fan for whatever reason, things and stuff. That's uh, nice. I got a Steelers tattoo. Yeah, it's in my blood, baby. But I'm glad you claimed Cajun country as your home, and that's where you belong. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, I've been here long enough. Indeed. Um, but yeah, so you guys are kind of a newer show. Um, and that's true. you know, I I checked y'all out. I listened to your uh, your William Shakespeare show oh, and cool, cool. dude Bro. really cool we actually been meaning to do a show on that recently yeah i actually oh, saw nice. like a alternate history it wasn't a podcast it was like a mini history docuseries or some shit one of those youtube mm. things that i always find myself on working night shifts and right. it was right. a whole 20 minute spiel about how shakespeare may not have even existed and if he did he wasn't the guy that we think it is and i'm like hold on hold on you got my attention you're looking at the uh the signatures never lined up a guy that came from the the son of a was it a Taylor or a Thatcher? You know, the, I, we did a lot of research on that one, and that was kind of interesting. So, like, his parents were like tenant farmers essentially, right? But his dad ended up starting like a business in town and becoming a, a money lender and essentially the mayor. So everyone's like, "Oh, he was an uneducated hick," but like, not really. His family was kind of up and comers. He had an education, right? But then when you look at uh, Avis on Stratton or Avis mm-hmm. on. Whatever river. Stratton upon a favored word, you know. Or Whatever. The school that. that he allegedly learned, right? Mm-hmm. They have right. no record of this guy ever being there. And it's like, all right, I'm listening. I'm paying attention now. But then you also look at it. If he did come from such humble origins, how would he have known the inner workings of how court life would have been around the royals, which is what most of his plays were always based in, was at that upper echelon of royalty. How would a humble son of a Thatcher or even – as let's say the mayor's son of the village, it's not like he would have known how court life works. 
See, no, I, I, I found that at least somewhat believable. Like, he could have gotten education. It seems like maybe he was friends with some people who were, like, up and to do, and especially as he got his career. I always found that one seemed like some just hoity-toity high society people being like, this guy, you know? I feel like that's where that one comes from. Oh, so he was like uh, the, the country cousin that always shows up at the party like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they're just shitting on the poor guy. I, I, didn't buy, I don't buy into that as much, but it is the weirdness of, like, the, the loose documentation. That's part of it. Yeah. And you can easily get me, you know, just into a conspiracy. But it is fun to think about just some of the, the writing partners he might have had. And, like, the fact that a lot of people of his time don't talk about him notably, but they'll talk about other lords and stuff and other people who could have been using him as a ghostwriting situation. I kind of like looking at that aspect of it too. And, and that is a that. that is a weird time back then too because the bookkeeping itself, I mean, there's there was no computers, very, you know, there's no like very, very you can't right. keep receipts on any of that. I mean, maybe there was like, you know, pencil drawn receipts or some shit back in the day, but And they have stuff like that, but the problem is especially when you go back, the further you go back in history, the harder it is to actually have a paper trail for anything because the only people that got any real documentation were people of note. And then of mm-hmm. course, theirs was always skewed to make them look way more badass than what actually happened. Oh yeah, dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if further you go back, like think about it, uh, Julius Caesar, right. His whole life didn't get wrote about until Herodotus 200 years later. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like the further you go back, the more and more skewed it gets. And it's like, all right, we're going to take this fuck the grain of salt. We're taking a massive salt lick when we read whatever we're reading right now. But it's what we also have to go off of as far as historical fact, because we have nothing else to base it off of. Dude, that's why Edison was able to take from Tesla. You know I, what I'm saying? Dude. Just the, like, there was just... Oh, I, I can't wait to get into that breakdown of a Tesla episode. Granted, it's all over TikTok and everything right now, but I want to dip my finger into that one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, a guy dude. I work with had never heard of Nikolai Tesla. What? I'm an electrician. Like, you would think this motherfucker like would have heard of Tesla. <laughs> I had to explain to him who Tesla was. Like, you, you mean the car company? I'm like, no, no, dude, no, exactly. no. And then you've heard of Thomas Edison, right? And I'm like, yeah. Have you ever heard of copyright infringement? Yeah. I'm like, that's why these two hated each other. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's the whole thing. Yeah. So, oh, so let's uh, let's let's uh, get to know you guys a little bit better. Like, uh, what are you? Are you guys into conspiracies, spirituality? I mean, what what all do you guys like to cover and, and search up into? So I think you're more of the conspiracy. I definitely guy. go a little into the conspiracy unknown. You're definitely more of the true crimer, but we did, we have the crossover of that, the supernatural ghosty thing. That yeah, that's, like. that's where we meet in the middle. Gotcha. So, I mean, our podcast is going to essentially kind of be close to like <clears throat> a, la- a last podcast, something like that, maybe like a Bailey Sarian, a little bit of true crime, a little bit of supernatural. But uh, I mean, I, I am a musician. I'm from the band Highwire. So, okay, uh, I can tell from the guitars behind you. Oh, yeah, there's probably some music stuff behind me. And High Wire, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken, that's a metal band, correct? Uh, Pop punk, alternative pop punky. But uh, hey, that sounds like you almost maybe heard of me. No, I thought I had. That's why I'm asking High Wire because I'm also a huge metalhead. So I thought I heard of High Wire before. Y'all aren't like a local band, y'all toured. We, 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 we've gone around a little bit, but uh, we, we have a few other podcasts, uh, cult classic podcasts, not to infringe on you guys' name, uh, oh, movie oh, podcast. Hey, <laughs> yeah. That's our movie podcast, breaking yeah. down uh, our favorite cult classics, and then Urban Hermit, which is just our, our banter podcast. So a little, little podcast network going on with Majestic Jam Network. 
I dig it. That's awesome, dude. You guys must stay busy doing, having uh, several podcasts like that. Man, I know with this one. That's, that's you for sure. <laughs> yeah, with this one. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how many hours goes into all this stuff. Like, so many people think, oh, it's just like two idiots on a microphone. But it's like, oh, I nah, wish, dude. Like, it's there's so much. There's so much editing and like, you know, uh, like social media and there's so much that goes into it, dude. Yeah. So. so I had a podcast before I co-hosted this one. It was me and my younger brother mm. and we just pretty much talk shit the entire time. And it was hilarious. Downside. Urban podcast. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we're both, we both worked in the industrial field. So it more or less like think about smoke pen talk at a job okay. site. Okay. That, it was hilarious. Downside. Neither of us are good at marketing. It's an extremely like R-rated uh, NSFW. Put your censorship, <laughs> all of that, all of these warning labels before you even hear us. And it was like we could never get a listener base. Not to mention, let's say we had an hour of content, I'd spend three hours editing out shit that really couldn't go to camera. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and then I finally just said fuck it. We couldn't get up. But then I get with this guy. Thank God you do the heavy lifting for, the, for all of our cult members out there that don't know. Jonathan really is the muscle behind this podcast. It's a lot. It's a lot. I love it though, dude. I wouldn't change anything. Like yeah. I love, I love exactly everything that I get to do. It's very interesting. I learn a little bit more every day. It's a passion dude, project, if you, dog. If yeah. you go back to our first couple of shows, dog it shit. was. It was worse than dog shit. I would bad. take dog shit over what that was. It was like oh, I was, totally get. It. it takes like a year to I feel like find your footing in your formula before it gets like really comfortable and in your flow and stuff. I'm excited to see where it goes. We're kind of starting cryptid creaturey now. Mm. I was curious about you guys. We've been looking into some like local legends. Are there any like local cryptid creatures or supernatural stories oh, from your neck Louisiana. of the woods? Oh, bro! Here we Big go. Big open <laughs> question. You would know better than how I much would. of a list do you want? First of all, we have the call. Give me, give your top. What your top favorite three? What are your favorite three? Uh, we'll go off the Rougarou, which is number okay. one. Think about a Cajun version of a werewolf. Okay, I've heard the name Rougarou, but I didn't. I don't know what it is. Exactly. So Lugaru or Rougarou, depending on what side of the state you're on, the Rougarou slash Lugarou, depending, is Cajun French for werewolf. But the difference is, it doesn't only come out on a full moon. Um, it is for 101 days, and it's only for people who cheat on Lent. That sounds what? far more dangerous and specific, right? Because Louisiana is <laughs> massively Catholic still to this day. Like we don't have counties, we have parishes. All right there, cult members, who wants better sex? The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off of just about any item, but that's not all. When you get one item, they will also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority. Plus, free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly for free. That's 50% off of any one item and 10 free gifts to boot. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or really and truly anything you desire. Just enter offer code CULT at checkout and you'll get 50% off of almost any item plus 10 free gifts. That's three bonus items and six free movies and free shipping. Just use the offer CULT, that's C-U-L-T, at adamandeve.com. Just so y'all know, this is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use the code CULT to get you not just the discount and the free goodies, but also 100% free and discreet shipping with the code CULT at adamandeve.com. Anyway, so we got the Rougarou. Okay, that's a pretty um, cool one. You got all kinds of spirits, ghosts, 
Um, you got Voodoo, massive right. in New Orleans. You got Marie Laveau, who was the Voodoo Queen. Her daughter, Marie Laveau, actually took the reins on that. And you can still go to her uh, cemetery, and you're supposed to leave a black uh, cross or an X on her uh, on her tombstone. No, it's not a tombstone. It's the uh, I feel like when we were there, we were there not too long ago. I feel like they were trying to get us to do something different now, like leave a pebble because stop smudging shit on this. But I feel like we did yeah. something slightly different and we were cheated. Right. And I mean, fuck that. <laughs> rules. <laughs> we're talking about voodoo here. You're going to tell me to obey the rules? All right, homie. But uh, yeah. yeah, and that's also a big thing because in New Orleans, especially, we have to bury them above ground because the water mm-hmm. level and stuff. So right. you get people that have their whole, uh, damn, why am I drawing a blank on what it's called? It's not a mausoleum. Oh, those like above ground casket looking um, things. What I feel like a horrible Louisiana right now because I cannot recall what that is. You should. You should. Damn it. <laughs> no, I can't think of it. Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue until you got head, stuck. But yeah. I can't think of a word. <laughs> right. Anyway, so of course, voodoo all up and down in New Orleans. Uh, Santeria in certain areas as well, um, especially with the massive uh, Hispanic influence that has happened in the last couple of decades. Um, then you also have Bigfoot sightings. You have apparently. Do you break down into uh, the the, sca- the skunk ape. Do you go there? Or is it still Bigfoot in your neck of the woods? I have never heard of skunk ape. Me neither. Never this? heard of skunk ape. Okay, so that there's different forms of Bigfoot around yes. the country, but like Florida and Louisiana and some swampy areas have what's known as the skunk ape, which is same thing, but it smells like shit. Okay, uh, I just assume they all smell like shit. See, we had a you guest. <laughs> we had a guest on the show a couple of episodes ago who claims that not far from us. He has a tribe of Bigfoot, Yeti. Uh, Dogmen also. Also dogmen, not Mm. man dogs or werewolves, dogmen. He said basically think of of a wolf head on like Terrell Owens' body. And apparently (laughs) the Sam Squanches have trained the dogmen to be their protectors and their lookouts. And it's a whole thing. It was great. And he invited us to come camping on his family land where they live. And I'm like, first of all, I'm down. And we yeah. need to get a big bag of shrooms. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> duh. <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently we have those two. And a lot of the other things are um, wildlife that they say we don't have. Like, for instance, black panthers. A lot of people okay. don't believe that we have them here, even though we have very, very, very crazy amounts of documented sightings of them. And then there's a whole Seems thing. like you should, yeah. Right. But ever since uh, True Blood came out, okay, now we have Were Panthers, which whoever heard of that shit? What? But now they're saying that the Panthers in Louisiana, well, that's because y'all have Were Panthers. Bitch, what? Were Panthers. Because I was like, I need a werewolf, but I need it to be sexier and more feline. <laughs> so that's why we have the Were Panther. Now. Obviously, <laughs> where that has to go. I hear they're real pussies, dude. Ah, <laughs> but don't. Um, but yeah, there's a uh, dude. I didn't know half of that. I mean, I heard of the Rougarou or whatever. But so you guys have covered covered like a a lot of cryptid kind of things. What have you stumbled across? Not yet. Across? We're only a couple episodes in. So yeah. so far, it's just been Bigfoot is like our main cryptid one. But I've just kind of been curious because I want to do one on some local legends and uh and just kind of lore and stuff. We don't have as many creatures. I'm originally from Iowa, like four four or so hours away from Chicago. But a lot of ours were more like supernatural, like. We had this old stagecoach, which was from like the Oregon Trail times of just like a stagecoach stop. But our big thing was if you circle that three times at midnight, you disappear and you're never seen from again. Whoa. Tell me you tried this. Uh, I did. I'm still here. That one did Damn not come out. I will say it's scary as shit up there because there's also just like an old like frontier graveyard kind of like around the area. So it's just all this really old like cologne, just frontier like kind of buildings and shit. So it's creepy up there. Yeah. 
let's see. We done, we've, there's been Bigfoot sightings recently in like outside of Des Moines and kind of in my old neck of the woods, which is fun. So we got some of that going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say its name, but I've been hearing of Wendigo stuff and like no surrounding right. Chicago forest preserves. And I've been hearing creepy. Po- well, I've seen a few creepy pastas. I don't know the validity of those. That's fair. What's a Wendigo? That's one that creeps me out. A Wendigo or a Wendigo, depending. I don't know what the hell that is? It's well, we've a, been arguing about the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm glad it depends you said on. It. I think it depends on what tribe you heard the story from. You know what I mean? It's kind of like skinwalkers. Like they all have the same basic story, even though they have names for them, but it's all a general vicinity of skinwalker, which Mm -hmm. is a whole separate fucking thing. I got told by one of my boys from the res straight up. You ever like see a coyote then fucking stands on its hind legs? Yo, walk away. Cause if it didn't see you, you might be all right. But if it sees you, that's your ass. I'm like, (laughs) what? Do I have to worry about that? that. Right. Like a Wendigo is a cannibalistic human that it's almost like werewolf and like the other ones too. It's shape shifting and it's an evil spirit. And if you say its name, you draw it towards you. So we've now said it like three or four times. So I'm about it. Terrifying. It's cool because I have silver bullets. You do? I have nine mil silver bullets. Didn't know that was a thing. My boy that works at Cabela's hooked me up with a pack. I'm like, I didn't know I needed these, but... You never know, dude. I mean, I have them now. And they're hollow points at that. Well, we don't. We're fucked. We are super (laughs) fucked. We were talking about this. Do I need bullets? Can I just stab some of them with silver? That's fine too, right? Yeah, but silver's so so expensive. Yeah. Yeah, well, I also don't think we have just any stabbable silver around. That's what I'm saying. That's doable for us. It seems more accessible, you know? (laughs) Just get like one little point on a big stick. That's Where it. did you get silver bullets out of curiosity? Is they it like, are they, them. are they sold more, more than I think? Uh, apparently it is now. I don't know with all of what's going on with the Russian Ukraine war and all that shit. Ammo prices have skyrocketed and shit's a lot harder to get a hold of. I didn't know they sold them at Cabela's, which is a, a sporting huh. goods store. My boy who works there was like, here you go. I was like, what's this silver bullets? I'm like, you're full of shit. Show a shit. Nine mil hollow points. Silver. I'm like, yeah, this is you got to get those from some guy with like a scar who's seen some shit that just makes him in the backyard. That's where you get silver bullets. <laughs> yeah, from. No, it's my boy, man. Him train. We fight together a lot. So, you know, and he's in the armor combat shit with me, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. then. So, that but anyway, <laughs> as far as the local legends go, a lot of things around Louisiana are also because we have a lot of plantations here. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the that bad stories of what happened with the slave days and all of that still resonate to this day. Um, the Myrtles Plantation is allegedly one of those haunted places in America, which is complete bullshit, but I have a ton of people that swear that they were there and they seen things and they heard things. And I'm like, my aunt grew up at the Myrtles plantation. Her parents owned it in the seventies and there's nothing supernatural there, but yeah, no. Yeah. A lot of these things are kind of ripoffs. I I feel like, you know, they're just tourist uh, attractions. What almost, happened was, unfortunately, it's expensive to maintain a, a plantation because a historical site. And anytime you do any type of renovation, yeah. you have to do it to code of historical accuracy. Uh-huh. So, of course, they can't keep a plantation. So they sold it to some people, sold it to some people somewhere in the 90s. It got bought by some Hollywood people. Next thing you know, the Myrtles Plantation, one of the top five most haunted places in America. It's like, yeah, okay, dude. Oh, right. Okay. It's marketed market that way. It somehow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just like Marie Laveau's casket which I'm still bothered that I don't know what that's called, <laughs> but it's the same thing. Just like Marie Laveau's house, Cemetery. which is on going to come to be right after this podcast. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's, it's literally a box above the ground. Cement Mausole- box. Mausoleum. Mo- oh, that's, wait. that's what I thought it was, but oh, I don't no. think that's right. Uh, I don't even want to have the, uh, the, the legend of if you just put your car in neutral on certain bridges and hills, like the ghost children or the ghost pusher car. No is that a regional one. That's gotta that be regional. 
Oh, I feel like it's a very Midwestern one. So like, it's not like location specific, but I feel like there's always like a bridge or like a like country road where if you put your car in neutral and you wait long enough, your car will supposedly be pushed by spirits. Then if you get out and check afterwards, you'll see handprints. But most of the time, I'm pretty sure it's elevation changes and just like a that's, counter hill that tricks you. That's what I would take it as. Well, I've been on the hills before and we've moved, but I've never seen the handprints. So that's I mean, I've only been to my local one, but I know there are lots of different kinds of those things. Are too. you saying that it moves uphill? That's what that's the illusion. Usually, I think it's just because like a countering hill is like causing that but it's the ghost pushing you oh okay okay i mean there is some paranormal stuff that i have witnessed especially living in dc yeah yeah. um when i was living in the barracks there was a couple of stories that got posted around and pushed around one of them a buddy of mine uh he got woken up in the middle of the night with a kid laughing and pulling at the end of his bed keep in mind we're in a marine barracks there's no children here right Mm -hmm. he kicked at it it went away he thought he was too drunk as we do and he went to sleep. He woke up and there was a child's handprint eye level with him. Keep in mind, he was 6'5". Eye level with him on his mirror on his side. There's two sinks on the same mirror. His side of the mirror had a child's handprint eye level with him. Dude. It, there's some shit. Creepy. Right. Pretty creepy. He almost went sober over that. Of course he didn't, but he, <laughs> he really thought about it for a minute. Dude, I wanna I like I would love to be able to see a ghost just to say that I did. Like I've seen I've seen a UFO. I know for a fact like I've seen a UFO. I, I say that I think that it's for a fact. I Maybe shit it's, you not. I saw one two days recently. ago. This is like the first time in my life I've been driving and pulled over because I'm like, I have to film this. Like it's too weird. So you know the movie Flight of the Navigator? I don't Old think so. 80s movie. Oh, it looked exactly almost like that UFO. Just kind of looked like a shell floating up in the air. Okay. So I'm like just taking like a main road down Chicago on my way to band practice. No one's paying attention to me. I'm starting to drive erratic because I'm like staring at this thing. So I just end up pulling in a parking lot. But there's a woman honking at me because I'm blocking traffic. So I only have a second. So classically, it looks like shit. And everyone's like, that's a drone. But I swear it was weird in Chicago two days ago if anyone else saw that. Hey, I'd buy that. Thousand percent. I mean, some French or didn't. (laughs) Yeah, some drones out there supposedly are meant to like look like UFOs. From what I understand, there's like, there's a I can't remember. We covered in in a previous podcast that there's some form of dark government that is out there literally just to put up like things in the air that that look like UFOs, and supposedly they abduct people. I can't remember the name of this organization, but uh, but it's just to give off the illusion. That there's aliens and stuff. Now, I'm personally, I believe that if there's aliens, dude, they ain't coming down in the ship. I think that they're probably interdimensional. Personally, that's okay. what I think. And and I've quote unquote seen a UFO. Oh, I don't I know what that is. Ain't no quote unquote. I done seen that flying El Camino twice. <laughs> and this is before the days of drones. And this is before the days of camera phones. So there's no proof of this. But me and my brother both seen it twice. A flying El Camino. I swear what to God. What color was this? Red. Yeah. Red. <laughs> Wow. And it wasn't like way off in the distance. That bitch was maybe 200 foot in the air. What do you make of that? I think, personally, same (laughs) reason that we had the guy make a car run off of water. Mm. I think there's some Cajun genius who's probably smoking meth, realistically. (laughs) Okay. Who figured out a way to make his shit fly, and he took it out for a little cruise one night, and we just happened to see it. So it didn't zoom off. It was like... Floating? Oh, no. oh, it was floating. Like this thing wasn't like going crazy fast. It like went, made a little loop, and then went back twice. What? We seen so it, and then we, like a year later, like it? like Harry Potter two style flying cars. Is that what I'm hearing. I tell you what, you ever seen Flubber? 
Sure have. That car. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Except an El Camino. It was it was a, a truck car, right? right. And that bitch yeah. had three headlights, a massive one in the middle. I guess it was like the makeshift fog light. And mm. then his regular two running lights. Homeboy was rolling deep. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, call it what it was. And this was way before I was drinking. This I was like 10. I have no reason to lie about it. I imagine your imagination probably isn't taking over at that point. I mean, at 10 years old, I mean, I'm not going to put a lot of weight, you know, a lot of a lot of juice in the 10-year-old's cup. But Hypnotize me and find out if I was lying or not. That would be great. I'm just saying, he's also a licensed hypnotherapist. Yeah. No shit. Wow. Yeah, I'll take you back gonna... to a couple of past lives, you know. Oh, damn. I'll, I'll take <laughs> you up on that. Now, I'm going to say the annoying thing all my friends said to me. Was it a balloon? Did you see a balloon of a guitar in the sky? No balloon. And again, I saw this twice in two separate occurrences. A year apart from each other. Same car. Well, that, that's weird. That is that weird. Is weird. Um, although it is kind of weird, though, because did you know that NASA buys more helium than any other organization? That's odd. NASA, yeah. That is super weird. Because they have a reasoning for it? Uh, well, supposedly, it's uh, that's a cheaper way of sending satellites into space is through helium. Is what I was going to say something with weather balloons. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just throwing out that word that Weather I know. Balloons. Hold on, no way. Do you remember That's that Mythbusters episode when they were trying to see how many balloons it would take to lift a girl off the ground? And they it took like a warehouse full just to get this like bag of sand that weighed about 60 pounds to get off the ground two feet. I don't know. There's no way they have enough helium I mean, how to heavy lift are, a fucking satellite. How heavy? How I don't even know how big satellites are. Are they like a satellite dish? I would imagine they'd be pretty heavy. That's what I would think. Right. Car What's size? A, I, 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 that's the I small ones. I think Spudnik was the size of like a single wide. I don't and that know. was one of the smallest and first satellites ever. I don't believe anything that NASA does or says, personally. <laughs> I'm just, like, anti-NASA all the way. Warner Von Braun can eat a dick. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was a true Nazi. <laughs> Did you hear about that other company? It's like, kind of that balloon thing. I forget what they're called, but they're trying to... The whole privatized space thing, they're trying to beat everyone out, and it's just essentially a weather balloon with, like, a lounge and a bar that you, like, take up to the Earth's atmosphere and then casually come down. It's, like, an eight-hour ride for $50,000 versus, like... Shitting your pants, going to a bunch of G's for a few million. You know what? Wow. I'll take that ride just to prove all the flat earthers wrong. I just wanted to have a drink in that little lounge up in the sky. That sounds amazing. That would be so cool. <laughs> the most expensive glass of scotch I've ever had in my life. Fifty <laughs> like, I'm a little concerned. I feel like you always just see those balloons pop to come down, though. So, like, I'd like to know the exit strategy before I sign up. But yeah, there's got to be some parachutes involved or something. I'm saying, as long as I got a, a parachute on my back, bro, I'll go for a high skydive. I'm down. Whatever. That would be fun. That would be fun. But, dude, just to lounge up there? Like, up and yeah, freaking... Yeah, eight hours? Dude, that's crazy. So, you're... I mean, I wonder if they get high up enough to be able to see the shape of the Earth. I guarantee they do. They're supposed to, yeah, see the curve and, like, the stars, but it's not... Obviously, it's not as crazy as the rockets, but... Sounds safer. Sounds cool. Hey, dude. I'd be... I mean, 50 grand. I'm never going to have that anytime you soon. You never know. If this, podcast ta- if this podcast takes off in a massive way and we have 50K just burning a hole in our pocket, we gotta do we'll it. go the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. taking a balloon to the moon. Yeah, dude. We won't, we won't bring a fisheye lens, though. No, I'm not bringing any camera. Because that's what NASA loves. I'm not bringing any camera just to keep the fucking mystery alive. Really? I'm going to find out for sure. And when I come down, I'm going to stake my case on it. And then there's going to be the naysayers say one way or another. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and stir the pot for you fucks because I know the answer. <laughs> that would be cool. Some I don't people know, just dude. like to watch the world burn. Uh, yeah, I think you might be one of them. No, you're, you're, you're not one of them. 
Maybe a little bit. Um, so anyhow, so what do you guys, um, y- you work on a couple of other podcasts out there and, and you mainly kind of like to spread it all around. I mean, what is, do you have a favorite podcast? The one that you look forward to most? Uh, well, I do love movies. So the cult classic one's fun, but this is finally a good way for me to get this off my chest and stop driving my fiance crazy. So if this is like at least a, a healthy way for me to put all these sick thoughts into her head, which I is fun. You. And yes. likewise, for her to get her weird true crime murdery things like onto my brain. Not that I'm against them. I just like the weird stuff a little yeah, more. Yeah, you just get grossed out a little too easily. Grossed <laughs> out with what? what? Uh, Post-mortem if- pictures, crime scene shit. Sometimes she'll just throw that at me. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? And like, yeah. I wasn't ready for this. I'm like, it's not that bad. It's not that good is my argument though, you know. <laughs> I get it. It depends on the case too. Like, all right, I'm not, uh, I'm not here to see some like 16-year-old rape victim's body i'm good on that mm-hmm. one but if you show me like a uh, decapitated 45 year old dude who was in the wrong place wrong time all right i'll, I'll pay attention Standard. what's up i he's, mean at least it's better in my mind you know what i mean he's the True. horseless headsman it went that that's another <laughs> local legend and that's super american the horseless headsman the headless horseman but oh. i mean i've I picked up on what you're putting down man <laughs> jesus <laughs> Support for the Cult of Conspiracy is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code CULT at manscaped.com. I'm going to tell you all right now, if you've ever uh, had an issue... And you nicked yourself while you were taking care of the below-the-waist grooming. I'm going to tell you now, Manscaped has got the tools to handle that job, man. you got to use the right tool for the job, especially a job as precious as this. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CULT at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use the code CULT. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So, so you go over uh, like cult classics. Are you meaning like just movies that have a cult following, or like things that are within the occult? I'll shoot you straight. It was a really good name for a podcast in the beginning, and we stuck to cult classics. But now it's whatever movie we feel like because we have a podcast with a following, so it's fine now. Hell yeah! But, I mean, we still do try to obviously kind of. St- I mean, we're we're movie fans. It's uh, me and my guitar player, also in the band, and my brother. We're we're big movie people, so we still try to stick towards our stuff, but. You know, we do some fan favorites out there. We do some movie requests through the email, but it's what we're, it's what we want to watch and what's available on streaming for the most part. Yeah, I tell you what, have y'all seen Smallfoot? Smallfoot? I don't think I have. It's the movie about Yetis who don't believe humans are real, but then they find out. <laughs> oh, trippy! Oh. It's like oh. the others. Oh, hear me out, especially because you're a conspiracy head yourself. Mm-hmm. Watch this movie. Like Channing Tatum is one of the main people. Danny DeVito oh, is in it. It's like How it's, old. Um. Maybe six or seven years. Maybe. Oh, okay. It's a it's a recent movie and it's a CGI movie. It's a, I think Paramount or DreamWorks. One of them put it out. Uh, highly recommend it, especially as a conspiracy head. You watch this and it's like, oh, they're trying to wake up the children, bro. And it was a super <laughs> underrated movie, and my kids Never loved it. Uh, definitely ten out of ten. Check it out. Absolutely. We'll have to watch it. Definitely my alley too. Small foot, man. Oh, Smallfoot. No, nah, Littlefoot's the dinosaur. Yeah, that's right. Then that's tree right. stars oh, forever. Jerker. Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> God, we were not emotionally ready to handle that as children, man. 
It was a little mm. much. Oh, heartbreaking. Every single kid's movie, just just death right at the beginning. Just like, kill your parent. Yeah, Disney's really big about, and they hate moms. Disney oh, moms. They they always you ever notice most Disney movies, it doesn't matter if it's animated or like real people, there's always one parent that's gone. Whether they be divorced and out of their lives, or one parent that's dead, or there's some kind of horrific story. Or if both parents are there, it's Matilda where both parents were dickheads. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of true. Dude, and there's been a lot of uh recently, there's been a lot of Disney movies that have been coming out. Where the parents are that way. Mm-hmm. Where the parents, it's almost like, I don't know, I, I, I see, like, we we dive very deep into a lot of conspiracies. So, obviously, like, we kind of get a good idea about, like, um, I don't know, dude. I feel like the government is just trying to bust open the family unit. They, they kind of want to, for some true. reason, I don't want to, maybe it's the government, maybe it's the elites, maybe it's all the above. Who knows? True. But I feel like every single time, every single movie, dude, it's always, like, lately... The parents are douchebags, and and they're trying to get the kid to rebel against the parents. The same thing happened in that newer movie, um, Big Red or whatever it was called. Turning Red. Oh, my God. You know they tried showing that to my kindergartner's class? Yeah, dude. That is not an appropriate movie for a fucking five-year-old. I'm sorry. It's weird. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of sketchy shit that goes on with Disney. Have you, uh, in your cult classics, have you covered a lot of Disney movies? We haven't done too many. We find it's hard for us to do straight-up comedy sometimes or a kid's movie. More so comedies because we're just quoting it the whole time and there's not so much stuff to talk about. It's better if it has like a more like plot, like a more dialogue to kind of like break down and talk about. So we we haven't done too many kids movies, too many comedies, but there are a lot of culty things. It's with like the Disney like animated movies, like the the Aladdin, like the sex, like written in the flowers, the boner and and which one? Little Mermaid. Yeah, Yeah, the Little Mermaid, the priest had a random bulge for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of things in Little Mermaid too. Oh, I feel like there was like just a dick on the cover, maybe of that one too. Yeah, it and was, they, has the, a couple dicks in. I tell you what, Atlantis had like phallic. Yeah, the original yeah. VHS cover. If you can find one, they'll buy it back from you for a couple grand. Really? Yeah, we should look in the basement. I'm just saying <laughs> because they have the dick on it, and they took it out after like the year 2000. So if you have one of the original hard plastic covered VHSs, they'll they'll buy it back. Um, but yeah, dude, there's a lot of sketchy shit that goes on with Disney. Uh, Walt Disney being a, a, a Freemason, and you know, what do we um, think? Is, it, is his head frozen? Where do we stand on that? I don't know. Dude. I stand on it the same way I stand on. It. Is Hitler actually dead? I don't think he actually died when he. I don't said think he, he was died. killed in World War II. I think Disney might have been in some weird stuff, but I don't think his head's still frozen. I, th- I think he's probably just gone now. I don't think his head's frozen. I believe his body is cryogenically frozen. I'd buy that. that. I can believe he's awesome. still in the fridge somewhere. Right. That's interesting that you say his head's still frozen. And Futurama, you know, dude. Uh, you know, I think few- that's where our baby was thinking. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But let's just say that is the case. I mean, I kind of feel like eventually everybody's just going to be uploaded to the cloud. Like everything mm-hmm. is going to be, you know, we got all these VR goggles and, you know, there's uh, the meta metaverse and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Dude, it's going to be a matter of time until these human bodies are just disposable. I mean, I kind of oh, yeah. feel like they already are I at some agree. point, but like everything is all on the internet. If everything, like, dude, think about the advertising, the the marketing, the ad space that that, that they can make and and they could sell mm-hmm. within um within that metaverse, dude. There's no limit, dude. The ground you walk on, the pebbles that you see on the ground, could be fucking AT and T. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I think that it would be, I mean, extremely 
Hey, cult members, are you still preparing yourself for the end of the world and doing nothing in the meantime to make sure you and your family are some of the fittest, healthiest people alive? Worry no more, because it's never been easier than right now with Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to Factor factormeals.com slash conspiracy50 and use code conspiracy50 to get 50% off. That's code conspiracy50 at factormeals.com slash conspiracy50 to get 50% off. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Beneficial for them to be able to push us into that direction. And I think, dude, you push us into some kind of metaverse where we're all literally only living in the metaverse. Take it past Ready Player One, dude, where you just got to take mm-hmm. off the goggles. If somehow they could just upload our consciousness and we become part of the cloud itself, like gamer, it, it, just like gamer. Yeah, I think that, mm-hmm. dude, you want to talk about absolute control, bro? <laughs> dude, absolutely. <laughs> but talk about absolute control. I'll tell you what else. There's a movie with Keanu Reeves, and this is back b- before the Matrix. Basically, he's like he transfers information from point A to point B. He's got like a USB jack behind his ear. Okay, and oh, yeah, I know upload, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a solid movie. But they upload like four gigs or whatever, and you can only have so much. He like, but if he was able to take more, he could make more money. They upload like twelve gigs, so the whole time he's acting like he's got a tumor in his brain about to explode. There's all these bad guys that are trying to kill him so they could take whatever information it is because it's like that high priority message that's getting from A to B. I'm thinking that's not that far fetched, no, realistically, no, to put no. a fucking oh. uh, a flash drive in somebody's skull. That's that seems like a regular surgery based off what the Kardashians get away with. It's probably. I mean, um, dude, I mean, that movie Out of Time with uh, Justin Timberlake, or was it dude, Out of Time or something like that? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That was wild. Crazy, dude. That movie's a fun movie. It's almost a really good movie. I like it every time it's on. Yeah, mm, same yeah here. I do like that movie a lot. Uh, and have you guys been seeing just all the headlines recently? There's just so much about, like, genetics and how they've like been announcing like we can stop aging like we reversed aging in like all these animals now and like we're getting pretty close to just being done with that too so i mean even on top of like cyborgs and just new bodies and stuff i'm pretty cool with just sticking around 30 and just capping there if i could i'd be cool to cap at 35 
you're you're old enough that everybody takes you serious, but still young enough to where your body's not shit in the bed on you yet. You can still party. You can still party at 35. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. But you also don't look like you're a kid. You know what I mean? This is true. Unless, I don't know. I, I'm really yeah. looking forward to being the old wise man, dude. Dude, these really white hairs are coming that. in my beard. I'm so happy to get the salt and pepper vibe. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, so here for I'm it. I'm ready to get my Gandalf on, bro. You should grow it out and get with me, dude. I'm trying what? to get there, dude. I know. I shave it off too soon all the time. <sighs> it's not getting it's not getting cut ever again. I'm just going to say to that. the plan, dog. It's going down. I got to the, the salt knees. and pepper coming in. It's a little too sparse for me to grow it out. I got a little bit of a Keanu Reeves beard going on. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. You could rock the solid Jack Sparrow and get away with that. Oh, I do dirty river pirate facial hair. Great. If yes. you want like a soul patch and a mustache, that's like what my body does. Hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're looking for a little Johnny Depp chocolate. I got it. Yes. Damn. See, it's crazy. My brother cannot grow facial hair whatsoever. He's got like the Joe Dirt. He could grow here and here and like some oh, nasty yeah. pork chops, but that is it. And I'm like, you know what? As far as the genetic lottery goes, I fucking hit. Yeah. And I am sorry. <laughs> yeah, that beard is... uh. It's it's a thing of beauty, it's sir. Wonderful man. Yeah. And I'm so happy. My wife told me if I ever shaved it, she's gone. And I'm like, not a problem. Had no intention of it. Glad no we're on the same page. She oils it for me. It's a whole thing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's a beautiful a thing. Oh fucking um, right. So Cameron, I want to know a little bit more about your band, dude. Like, sure. uh, I would love to know, like, uh, how long have you guys been going for? Where Where do you guys normally play we'll start at? From the beginning. Oh shit. Uh, well, uh, I've been doing it since I was like a kid in middle school with the same same guitar player, Mark. Uh, band we all moved together outside of high school from iowa small town just to chicago uh been going it's probably been the same lineup now well not the same lineup but this formation of the past like since 2012 maybe with high wire uh just put out an ep last year it's been just a shit show juggling covid and releases and everything so no now i know where i know high wire from the goofy movie that's it. That's us. That is the no. name of the guy who was supposed to be Michael Jackson. Now I get it. That song slams for the record. That's a I've been good waiting song. for him to drop an album since 94, man. Is it just a one and done, that guy? I guess so. One hit wonders, dude. We Gotta did look him. into that at one point because we thought it was Michael Jackson. It's at least a good impersonation. Right. Right, right, right. He's going for. <laughs> but I uh, moved, moved to 2012. Let's see. I mean, just uh, been, been going, touring at it, doing it since then. Just put out some new stuff. Uh, do you guys know the band Mayday Parade? Yeah. Uh, just had a feature with Jake Bundick, the, the drummer from that band, our recent single, Out of Reach. Just put that good. out and can have an, another couple songs in a few months here. Not too sure of the release dates yet because my brain's a little... Woo, It'd be like that. Fried. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. You know, it's, uh, it's strange how many musicians you stumble across in the conspiracy realm. Like uh, we have a lot of time on our hands. I, well, I guess so. We had, but uh, at dude, the same time, you know, a lot of music, dude. The way the the frequencies and and messing with vibrations and stuff, dude. It'll um. I mean, it, it kind of you know. Whenever you're listening to music, it just helps you think a lot a lot better. Depends on the music, but yeah, I, I guess so. Like, I mean, I I drive for a living, so I just listen to music or I listen to podcasts all day long, and that's like whenever I'm driving in my car, that's whenever I, I I can think. I can think the most clearly. I get like these random spontaneous thoughts that just pop into my head, especially whenever I'm listening to music, dude, because that's just something that you can kind of just zone out to, and you're just in the rhythm of it. Now, if you're into somebody. Like if you're somebody that's into like the ether, like the mm -hmm. ethereal realm and all that kind of stuff, where there's basically just information just floating all all around us at all times, dude. Of course, music would have some kind of effect on that, right? Like that's what I would think. 
Um, now, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think that there's definitely, you know, something that goes hand in hand with that as far as ether, the music. I mean, dude, I mean, you're, you're playing with the vibrations, just like what we were talking about in the last show about uh, the, the organ. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You go into a church and it's like, you know, my 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 fiance, dude, she she's like, oh, every time I go into a church, all I have to do is just hear the music and I just start to cry. They don't even need to say anything. I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of set up that way. Right. Hey guys, if you want to find another way to be able to support your boys over the Cult of Conspiracy, look no further than buymeacoffee.com. If you go there, that is the best way to send a one-time donation or even sign up for a uh, a monthly subscription. If you go there, you can uh, you can send a send a tip or just show any kind of love that you can. You can buy one coffee, two coffees, or as many coffees as you want, and uh, that's another great way of showing your support. For the show, so just go to buymeacoffee.com slash cult pod c u l t p o d. So, so Man, you being a musician, I mean, so are you? I don't know if you're if you've heard of this or if you're into this kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So they say that the music comes out of the radio at 440 hertz, which is the tuning which is, in the hertz. Yeah, like that's we, unnatural, right? We've never actually re- we did actually fuck with it in the studio. We didn't record anything with it, but we did just try just messing with the tuning to see if it would sound any better, and it kind of did. Like, it, but it just there wasn't a benefit to actually trying to keep everything in tune with something that was like we didn't have tuners automated for that actual like hurt and stuff. So it was just kind of complicated, but it sounds good. It does sound a little bit better. I feel yeah, like maybe some, it, maybe it just. It. Maybe it just messes with you on like a subconscious level. I think it's there's a reason why live music is always ten times better than listening to it or even watching a live concert online. Uh. Being there will always sound better. You leave feeling better. Now, granted, because concerts are fun as hell, yeah, and I get that. But even when you get down to the vibrational frequencies, you were just hit with. You were just slammed with proper audio from the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to it getting distorted and turned into some other shit that you play later. Well, dude. there's definitely something to it. I mean, like audio levitation and I mean, I'm hemi sync and sync and just stuff like that that actually like alters like brain patterns and stuff like the vibrations can have an effect. So there's something to it. Absolutely. Um, so as far as you being into the kind of music that you play, um, mm-hmm. what do you think of the music that's on the radio these days personally? Oh, God. Um, you could be brutally I mean, honest. It's OK. It's OK. I mean, there are some poppy things that I can get into. I mean, it's kind of trying to obviously repeat on that like 90s, early 2000s pop punk, which I mean, is kind of good for me right now just because it's getting people at least aware of that genre. They're like, oh my God, Machine Gun Kelly is such a rock star. And like, that hurts a bit to hear, but <laughs> I, I mean, at least me cringe. So but at hard. least it's getting people kind of on that, just a, a rock sound again, which is kind of nice. I mean, there's definitely been an upswing again in just like rock music and just like live concerts because of this push with just yeah um, pop punk right now being more of the pop side of it. But I'm happy and I'm plus, sad. Pluses minuses. I'm happy and sad about Machine Gun Kelly for, for here's why. All right. You have like the metalheads. Okay, and yes, you have metal songs come out, but like the diehard metalheads are always going to be that. They have their market. They're not going anywhere. Right. Right flip the script as far as uh, top 40s hits that's rock that was almost completely dead and gone you might have of the top 40 you look in the 90s half if not more were of the rock genre right you look now maybe you'd be you would be blessed to see five on the top 40 hits right now and as much as i hate machine gun kelly and his bastardization of my music he is more or less saving modern rock as a genre true, though 
And I it, mean, it, him it, and Travis Barker are, are kind of the two. For I mean, it's just because Travis Barker's featured on pretty much everybody right now, but it's it's helping push it. But that, exactly, it's helping push. Then Avril Lavigne, who's now all of a sudden relevant again, she just came out with some shit. I'm hearing or is rumors. It Melissa, right? I'm hearing that uh, Flyleaf might be coming out with some shit soon. I'm like, I didn't know really? they were. I heard. I don't know if this is true. If you're listening, Flyleaf, please, please, please. <laughs> But I'm I'm hearing more and more that it's possible that these things are coming back and not just coming back to be a, a you know a big '90s music festival. They're coming back in a modern way, but still holding true to the old ways. And I I really hope that happens. I mean, and even just some bands from the past ten years have kind of been coming back again, and not so much altering their sound sure. to the more pop thing, but just there's an opportunity again, and they're just I mean, it is more modern. It's changed, obviously, but. It's pretty much the same stuff coming out from a lot of bands, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Teenage I mean, I, angst hasn't gone anywhere. You know what I mean? There's still a lot to be pissed off about. There's a lot of teenagers <laughs> that are really pissed off about a lot of shit. You know? <laughs> dude, I don't know. I, I mean, I, M- MGK. Or, I'm just um, happy. Gun Kelly, dude. Like, have you have you seen all that shit with uh, him and Megan Fox lately? Oh, with what? The, the dude, blood magic? Why, dude, blood magic. It's weird. Yeah, they, they like drink each other's blood and shit for uh, for fair, some ritual stuff. Dude. To be fair, of fucking course they do. Like that didn't even <laughs> shock me when I read that. My wife is showing me. I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah, it's the Hollywood elites. What do you think they're doing behind closed doors? They're just being loud about it, just sharing each other's blood, dude. It's weird. It's I don't know, and I don't even know the last time I saw Megan Fox in a movie. No, she's she's not acting anymore. She's done with that whole scene. Unless she's doing some shit now that she's with Machine Gun Kelly. Maybe she's back on the map. I hear she... Didn't she do a movie recently with me? Well, not too long ago. She was in a music video with him, and that's a... But she also did a... Didn't she do a movie with Machine Gun Kelly, and that's how they met? Oh, no. Oh, there's a horror film, I want to say. I think so, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she die in it? I don't know. She probably showed her tits or something. Ah, Um, but... (laughs) That was, like, my favorite part of uh, House of Wax. When yeah. Paris Hilton took a fucking pipe to the dome, that was amazing. Yeah, she took it. You know, crazily, I just saw that for the first time like a year ago. Oh, it's that a one just solid. somehow slipped by. It was because the Paris Hiltonness of it. I think at the time, I'm like, I don't want this shit. We're not, I'm not giving her my money. Right, that's fair. I watched it, it in middle school, now. and it was a solid horror flick. You know, I did like it. I just, at the time, she got she she talked me out of it. Just seeing her there, yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I really did. I really <laughs> did, and that's sad. And if Paris is listening, look, there's no hatred towards you. Also, Paris, if you're listening, do a better sex tape, dude. Oh my god, do a better sex tape. I mean, what is that garbage? <laughs> no, have you heard her in interviews? Cameron's gotten a lot better. She's actually smart. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody, oh, yeah, I don't think that she's dumb. Everybody thought that she was the dumb blonde heiress for so long because that was what she was portraying, and now yeah. that she's like doesn't have to anymore. She's actually very articulate and very well spoken. Oh, good it's for her. very wild. But at the time when she took a pipe to the dome, that was the it's hot. That was that mm. Paris. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, dude. I mean, hey, whatever pays the, the bills. The simple I life guess. Paris Hilton is what mm. we're referring that to. Right. So, yeah. so, what are some conspiracies that you guys, I guess, I mean, you probably don't share the exact Ooh. same beliefs, but what are some conspiracies that you guys uh, definitely dude. for sure believe in? This is a fun one. We should do this with our guests from now on. Both of y'all, what is a conspiracy that each of you, not the same one, each of you 1,000% believe in, no judgment, go. Holy I don't crap. know if we agree on a lot <laughs> we of the don't same agree on one. A lot of that's shit. fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> hmm. It could be literally I mean, anything keep shot it out of a cannon. Very big. I think we can both agree that aliens exist. Yeah, no. Okay. I mean, yeah. whether it be interdimensional beings and or, you know, actual tra- like planetary travelers. I mean, it's too big not to be. Yeah. I think um, you're more into the Bigfoot conspiracy as opposed to me. I'm 
not. I feel like I should have pushed Ancient Aliens on you now by the amount of History Channel we've watched. Is that does that bled onto you at all? No, Probably rubbed not, off. No. Okay, I feel no. like I usually fall asleep during that. Um, I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay, let me think here. I mean, definitely both ghosty. We both believe in like some supernatural like, thing. Supernatural paranormal. We've also had some ghosty experiences in our last few apartments. We've seen enough things to say that. There's something out there. I love how you're like, undercutting it, ghosty. This is somebody's soul that's trapped in the ether, like some ghosty things. Ghosty Damn it, things. man. <laughs> we hear things. We, I mean, I've seen some things. Yeah. So the first house we lived in in Chicago was like an old coach house, which is like the servant house in the back. And it was, so it was like a super old house. But Already off to a great would, start. Uh, we'd always be hearing just like footsteps. Our dog would just freak out at nothing. Mm. See, I, I was home alone one time and our dog just starts going crazy, sparking at the top of the stairs. I'm on the third floor and I heard footsteps go from the basement to the main floor and all the way up to the top floor and just stop in front of my door. It's probably the scariest part, like scariest ghost thing I've actually had happen to me. Okay. Damn. That one got me. Yeah, that would uh, that would get me. For oh, sure. Yeah. I think I... in our old, when we lived in our old apartment, I think the one that got me the most was one, like the closet door would like slam or I'd hear things come out of the closet door, like voices. Oh yeah, that or, was creepy. Or I would feel like something was walking on the bed when I was sleeping. And I don't know if this is just me lucid dreaming or whatever, but it, it felt like something was walking across the bed we didn't have any pets at this time and then something growled in my ear and i was like fuck this absolutely fuck this and plot then, twist oh, was a bit much yeah. plot twist it was a city rat that got in <laughs> that's that's real danger that's real scary real shit man i've seen them the size of cats or your fiance was feeling a little feisty Who knows? hey <laughs> no that the last one with uh the closet in our last apartment was always like 10 15 degrees colder than the rest of our room Okay. There's always a weird vibe in, in that place. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Some ghosty apartments, kind of. <laughs> it is strange whenever we talk about like how some of these creepy, ghosty, uh, you know, paranormal things are colder in certain places than they are not. Because, you know, you talk about like anything to do with witches and witchcraft and all that stuff. They're very big on like moon type magic. Um, especially with the full moon and stuff, you know, putting the water out so the moonlight can hit it with the crystals and we stuff like that. We made moon water last night. You mean you left a jar of water outside overnight? I All mean, right. I've done that with my daughter. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> she thought it would make her smarter. I'm not going to tell her it's not. Hey, um, let them but, believe the placebo effect's real too. Right. So, so, so you got the moon, and so I kind of, I don't know if you guys know this. I brought this up to Jacob a couple, a couple shows ago. So the moon light itself is very strange. So if you're I have out heard things on this, yeah. Yeah, if you're out in in the actual moonlight, it is colder when you're in the moonlight than whenever you're in the moon shade. The moon shade is warmer. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Shade of the Moon. Mm. Now that doesn't make any damn sense. It doesn't. It's kind of weird. There's something that's to do with that. So I think that maybe there's some paranormal stuff that's going on with that. Maybe there's some witchy stuff that's going on with that. I mean, the absence, I mean, the opposite of light is just the absence of, is just the absence of light, right? So it's so, just darkness. Right. I know what you're trying to say. Darkness isn't, like, you can't make something darker. You can only take light away from right, it. Right, right. Dark is the absence of light. Yeah, same just thing like as, like, love and hate or fear. Right? Dumb is the absence of intelligence. Okay. Hate is the absence <laughs> of love, so to speak. Same you can't thing. hate something more. You can only love it less. So right. And so I think that, dude, I don't know. I, I like to look into stuff like that, dude. Like the moon itself is such a weird thing. I don't believe anything that NASA has ever put out. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, like, I don't know if we've ever been to the moon. If we have, that footage is fake as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I go real back and forth on that one. I want to believe it for mankind. I'd like to think we can build some shit, you know? But I don't know about the footage. The proof itself, I don't know. But I need to believe it, kind of. Yeah. And the only reason why I believe we have, and we've talked about this too, okay. and this isn't a flat and round earth thing. I will say as far as the moon is concerned, it bothers me that we only get one side of it. It's weird. Right? It yeah. does not rotate. It's the same face of the moon that we've seen for thousands of years on this earth. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't it rotate? All right, fine. We can have that talk, and I don't have the answers. But as far as how I believe that humans have landed on the moon is the same reason why I know that Elon Musk is trying to self-fund his way to Mars, right? And hear me out. Here's how I know that's true, because I know uh, that couple that I know that is an aerospace engineer that designed the rockets on SpaceX, right? And her husband's the one that built them. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason why he's trying to get to the moon, uh, to Mars, excuse me, before anyone else is because of the crystallized uh, methanol that's on Mars that they discovered. Because he's trying to get there before anyone else can. He's trying to set up business there. So, Makes sense. Here's what happened. They found crystallized methanol, which if y'all don't know what that is, it is in the cleanest burning carbon-based fuel that is in existence on our periodic chart. Okay, methanol. So they found crystallized methanol. If we could get there, find a way to refine it and make it into a usable fuel source on Mars that has no atmosphere, they could use that as a launching point, use the methanol there, and use it to go to everywhere else in the solar system. Because the hardest part to get to space from Earth is breaking through the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So if he can get to Mars first before any government entity does, gets there and ruins it, as every government throughout history has ever done, ever. And he, although, yes, it looks bad because he's trying to privatize it, monopoly, da-da-da. He's trying to do it to where everybody has access to it. The only reason why I believe we've been to the moon is because he wouldn't be soaking all of that money to get to Mars if we haven't at least gotten to the fucking moon. Yeah, but most of that money that he's getting is government funded. No, most of that money is off of and the his... Gov and the government is not going to say, no, you can't have the money to go, uh, you know, to 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 you to, ah, to try to do the same thing. <laughs> the government tried to shut him down. They didn't want a privatized space program. They tried to say it was against the law for him to build rockets. It's like, show me. Show me where in the law it says I can't build a rocket. I don't know, dude. I'm very split on Elon. At the like, I think he's I cool am. as shit, but at the same time, there's some weird stuff going on with that. He dude. could be on the verge of becoming a supervillain. He's not as bad could as be. Jeff Bezos, like because you kind of want to root for him because he's essentially tr living how I think I would with a fuck ton of money and just doing whatever I want. But he's that can one, turn that can turn easy. <laughs> he's one bad press conference away from being Doctor Evil. Like, let's be yeah. real here. He could go off the rails one time on the mic, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, dude, I want to believe that he's you know a real life Tony Stark. I want to believe that. I just feel the government. I think he hates wants him. to believe that yeah, too. So. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey guys, we just want to tell you about our good friends over at EliteAthleticGear.com. They have so many cool things that you can find over there. They have all of your sports apparel needs, including these gangster chains, dude. Yep. You can get them specifically specialized for you. You can get your number for whatever jersey number you like to rep, and you can engrave your name or whatever you want on there. Their entire website is fully decked out. Go check them out. If you go over there, use the promo code Colt, and you're going to get 10% off. Yeah, dude. All right, so I want to kind of go off some fire round topics here. I just want to see what you guys believe. I don't know what all you guys have looked into, what you believe or anything. So this is just a real straight up, like, it's going to be fun. All right, so Nicole, do you believe in Flat Earth? I want to say no. Okay. I do not believe in Flat Earth. So you believe we're on a ball? I believe that we are on a ball, yes. Okay, she and I are on the same page. Okay. Next. Cam, what do you think, dude? Mm-hmm. Oh, there it's a ball. We're, we're, we're flying through space. Right. Flying through space. All right. Is is space emptiness nothingness outside of the planets and stars? As opposed to like a firmament situation or are we, or like it's just a vastness vacuum situation? So, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the realm of believing that if space, I don't know what I believe in space, if mm-hmm. there really is like all that shit that they're saying really is going on. There is. Mm-hmm. Um, is it liquid? Is it just an empty nothingness? Are we living in a, is this some kind of vacuum? What are your thoughts on that? I would think empty nothingness. Empty nothingness is real, but I almost lean more towards simulation theory that I don't think we've coded that far. I don't think there's shit up there. I think we're just looking maybe at just as far as we've you know, visualized. I dig simulation theory and the matrix answer. theory. I I really, that will fuck your brain up if you go down that rabbit hole deep enough. It really I will. what I was just watching, but it was these, it was some scientist breaking down a new report to Neil deGrasse Dyson, and it was just like, I found like binary code in nature that's exactly the same code as we would write, so... Essentially proves to me that we are living in some sort of simulation. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I'd buy that because everything breaks down to math. Everything is numbers. Math is the absolute universal language. One plus one equals two, no matter what language you say it in. There's something weird with that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what to believe with all that, dude. I'm just very open minded. I like hearing other people's opinions on that kind of thing. All right. Interdimensional Mm -hmm. beings. Whatever aliens, Bigfoot, whatever. Do you believe that there's some sort of out of dimensions, in, living oh, entity that. that can jump in and out of dimensions? Hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Whether or not it is aliens or a separate thing, I mean, I I feel like either both exist with or without each other. Okay. Okay. I mean, so. there just are other dimensions, so why wouldn't it make sense that there are things that live there? Can they get to here? I don't know. It almost gets like a ghost thing with me. Like, is it like, uh, is it just a time thing? Are we just on a loop, or is it like actually interacting? Could be the same thing. Maybe they don't even know that they're interacting. We're just seeing some weird shit. Okay. Divine creation. Whether that be God, a group of gods, call it the universe, whatever. Do you believe that there is a creator or, or creators to all of what we know to be existence? Or do you believe this is all randomness? I kind of, I see it less of like, I'm not big into religion. I'd say more of a spirituality. I think religion's just kind of like, the politicization of spirituality, if I could get that fucking sentence out. Fair enough. So, I mean, I don't know. All the things we've seen, I feel like I could maybe believe in we're all the same energy being and maybe it's reincarnation. Maybe we go back. Maybe it's just a simulation for experience into an Akisha record. Yeah, but I don't believe that there's like just one person that's like playing. One being. Has like a, yeah, it has a plan for like everyone. Like you have to go down this path, or you're destined to go down this path. I feel like ooh, 
that brings my next the, one. We all have the But choice. if they are, it is very Sims and we're all fucked and there will be like a hurricane or Godzilla at some point. So <laughs> get ready for the great reset. Yes. Fair enough. But that also brings me to my next one. All right. At, off of what you just said, free will or are we all just living our part of this play? I feel like I've said the opposite the last 48 hours. In my hours. soul, I would like to say free will. <laughs> I'd like to believe free will. I feel like it's all, you know, a simulation. We're free here will, to gather but always, experience. But there's always so. a consequence with your free will. Yeah. Yes. There's some strange shit that goes on with spirituality. It almost seems like whatever you believe in, you're almost led down that path even farther. You know, some Christians, uh, Hindus, it doesn't matter, Buddhists, like... If you start to look into it and you start to look for the signs that maybe that religion or that kind of spirituality portrays, you start to see it a lot more. It's kind of like whenever you buy a new car and you never really see it on the road, but then mm-hmm. you buy it and it's like everywhere. Uh, everybody bought one of these now. Yeah. Um, I forget what it was called, but there's this religion, uh, like a newer religion, but it essentially says that every prophet is right. Like, yeah, that's just like God coming by and updating. Be like, yeah, you guys have changed. Now this guy's right. And it's essentially their religion is everybody's right. Uh, yeah, well, that's going to be the, the, the new world religion, in my opinion. I mean, they're kind of already building one of those where it's, uh, you know, Buddhist, Muslim and, uh, Christian, I think. Um, and I can't remember, I want to say it's in like Israel or some crazy shit, dude. No, yeah. Um, Cause that's actually where I was when I saw, I forget what it's called, but there is a religion like that. It's like the main three. And as far as at least religion goes, I mean, at least that one seems a little less harmful being like. We're all pretty similar, guys, so let's just combine them here. A little bit, yeah. That's always been my big thing on it, too. No matter what background you come from, we all want generally the same thing. We want safety. We want to bring our kids up in a good education. We want generally affordable health care. We want to live long and prosper. No matter where you fall on the spectrum of income, racial, background, geopolitical, whatever, we all want that. I find that we as humans, as a race of people, as a race of human beings... We all want the same shit, and we have a lot more that connects us than what divides us. I think the uh, the Greek gods is what I like the most. Dude. Oh, yeah? You yeah. like the fact that Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants, and that what gave us all of their religion? I can relate. Oh, Jesus. He's a saucy guy. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a religion called uh, Adonatology, which okay. is the worship of women with large butts. Uh, count me oh. in. Oh, yeah, apparently. is this a newer religion? It is, and it's actually a documented religion. You can you can have that on your driver's license. That you are a, a donatologist practitioner. I'm um, Cameron Jones, and I worship that fat ass. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just like uh, the Apostafarian religion, when they worship the great flying spaghetti monster, um, and they uh, acknowledge that colanders are religious headwear. And you oh, can, for the uh, the driver license pictures. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. The flying spaghetti monster. May his nudity appendage reign forever. Ramen. Ramen. <laughs> um, all right, a couple more. Uh, 9-11, did it happen the way that the news Ooh. said it? Uh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to say no, I but I don't no I don't know what is Wait, wait, true. no uh, what? You believe the story or you believe there's more to it? I, I believe there's more, more to, to it. it. I feel like almost everyone has to believe there's more to it now. F- We've heard this can't melt steel beams enough to not, not believe something, you know? I Jet feel like fuel. they, I mean, the government censor is the media so they only show what they want the public to see so i mean obviously with any catastrophic event it's always going to be censored it's always going to be modified to only what they feel comfortable you know us visually seeing absolutely my biggest thing is that they could explain why building seven fell with nothing hitting it i'll buy into the story 
Yeah, and somebody said pull it. Somebody they, said they pull had it, three dude. buildings fall in New York, but only two of them were hit by planes. Why did that se- building seven of the World Trade Center fall? If somebody can actually explain that to me, I'll take it all back. Until then, here we are. All the trillions <laughs> of dollars that just happened to go missing. Poof. Oh, that's a fun one to get into. Um, do you believe in any kind of specific alien race, whether it be Andromedans? Uh, I mean, reptilians, whatever, reptilians, any Anunnaki? I mean, for sure, like the Anunnaki, anything that's kind of like uh, History Channel, Ancient Aliens, I can definitely kind of buy into. Seems like some form of greys, whether they're like, you know, bionic or not, exist. I feel like I'm always hearing of the Nordic tall whites. For yes. some reason, even though there's all this shape-shifting shit, I don't want to believe in reptilians just because it's, I don't know, it's being put in my face too much. It's funny you mentioned the tall whites because Odin himself said he would vanquish the ice giants, and I don't see any ice giants, Roman. I'm just saying. Hey, dude, you never know. Touche. <laughs> and maybe that's something that, you know, as we were talking about earlier, as far as interdimensionally is going on. Mm, you know, um, yeah. I just watched a movie yesterday. I can't remember. Uh, something, the Valerian and 10,000 Planets or something like that. Mm. Um, but it was like they just legit put on these goggles, and it allowed them to see in other dimensions. Rick and Morty. And that's a Rick and Morty. <laughs> It's very Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. I'm binge watching that again right now for it's, the record. It's a great thing. It's wonderful. Especially if you're token. No oh doubt. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to believe. I'm somebody. I believe what I see, what I've experienced. And I've experienced a lot of weird shit, no doubt. But I want to believe. It's not that I don't have any faith in, in certain things. It's just like mm-hmm. I kind of got to believe it to see it personally. I hear you. I feel you. All right. What's I'm always th- open to hear something and keep an open mind about it, but uh, always skeptical to my independent research. Yeah, absolutely. What is y'all's thoughts on adrenochrome and frazzle drip? Uh, inform me a little more. Um, the wealthy elites of the world, call it the politicians, call it the wealthiest one percent, whatever. The globalists, as Alex Jones would say, right? Um, are taking the. There's no nice way to go about explaining that to somebody the, the scared adrenalized blood out of children to make them younger oh right uh you know they're probably doing something shifty to stay i mean there's something probably going on whether it's not uh that like you know horrific who can say but probably of some sort there's something weird probably going on yeah no doubt I could, dude i could believe it for sure so a suspicious approach i got you yeah, yeah. i like the open-mindedness of you yeah. two and i think that a lot of people are going to go check you guys out over at uh, at I'm not crazy. I think that it's that's a great n- a title of a podcast. Hell I think yeah. that's going to get a Couldn't lot. Couldn't believe of people. it wasn't taken. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Where can our listeners find y'all? Uh, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. All major platforms. Uh, I'm not crazy. Cult classics pod. Ermin Hermit, and check out the band Highwire for your musical needs. Absolutely. Let's Are y'all on go. YouTube as well? Yep. Uh, well, uh, some of the podcasts, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Cult classics has them up there. Okay. Great. Well, it was such a great conversation talking with you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, any any parting words that you guys would like to give to the cult members of the Cult of Conspiracy? Uh, You know, don't be afraid. Uh, We believe you out there. You're not crazy. I I dig it. it. That's a solid send off. What a beautiful show. What another beautiful show of the Cult of Conspiracy. And my name's Jonathan. I'm Jacob. And this was I'm Not Crazy. There's one very important, extremely vital piece of information that I just need everybody to do as soon as humanly possible. Open up that third eye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.